0: and welcome to the Serpent Temple podcast. This week we are going to be delving into the new releases by Enslaved and Memoriam. The first will be Memoriam's new album, Rise to Power. The second Enslaved kind of pre-tease EP, yeah, uh, Forest like a- Dweller.
1: Yeah, it's kind of like it's got m- most of the tracks on the Enslaved EP appear to be appearing on the uh, album that's slated for release in a few weeks' time. So I suppose it is a bit of a teaser.
0: It is a teaser, yeah.
1: A, I, pre, a pre-headliner.
0: Pre-headliner. <laughs> it's the, yes, that which comes before the main event. Um, I'm, I'm very curious as to why Enslaved have done this.
1: Well, we were saying... It's actually quite an interesting discussion we were having a little Mm. bit. And there seems to be like this new kind of, I suppose, trend or just format of releasing music where a lot of the bigger bands tend to release singles and try and generate like interest and engagement through social media and the singles. As opposed to just dropping an album when you know that a lot of those deep cuts are just never going to get appreciated.
0: It's very true. It's interesting because yeah, um, I mean, I guess we just start with the Enslaved EP, shall we? Yeah, might as well. Let's, yeah, we're let's, on it let's now. Switch up. Let's switch it up. The plan is on its head because yeah, with the Enslaved EP, there's like the last song, Caravans to the Outer Worlds.
1: Yep, and we- there was a, so there was an EP released in 2021 of the same title, and this track is after some extensive research, <laughs> I have concluded that it is the exact same track, even down to the production. So,
0: and interestingly, it's also on the next album. Like in, in the track listing for Metal Archives, it's also on Heemdal, which is the much further release.
1: Yeah, so that, see, I feel like that's kind of more common because you do get tracks which may have been showcased on a few EPs that will get their album showing later down the line. Interesting. Uh, whether or not uh, the production or it's going to be like a re-recording of the track remains to be seen. But um, I think, I mean, I could only gather that the production's going to be the same as what's featured on this EP. I mean, it does seem to be like, just like a, a teaser slash precursor to the, uh, the Heimdall album release in a few weeks.
0: Yeah, it's very interesting. I noticed as well, there's like um, like a theme through skimming lyrics of, like, uh, transition and leaving behind the body. And Himdall is the guy that guards the Rainbow Bridge into, is it Valhalla? I think so, yeah. Yeah.
1: (laughs) It's um, played by Idris Elba. (laughs)
0: It's like, there's an amazing um, video of a guy. At the...
1: Oh, I know what you're referencing.
0: <laughs> I think he's at the...
1: I thought you just fucked up the words. <laughs> but,
0: but... No, I've been losing my. Okay, shit.
1: Okay, go. I'm gonna explain it because it's a good video.
0: It's so. Good. I'll explain the video. I'm sure I'll make it funny. But no, I think it's like the Grammys or the Oscars or something. This guy is like giving an award to Assassin's Creed, and he's like, you can tell he's reading it, and he's just like kind of sweating. I don't know if he's on coke or he's just like at the award. Goes to Assassin's Creed Valaha <laughs> <laughs> and you just see him die inside as he said.
1: <laughs> "Love it, Valaha Yeah, that guy definitely channeled. Um, uh, what's his name? I forgot his name. John Travolta.
0: <laughs> what did John Travolta do well,
1: when he was announcing um, Adina Menzel, who performed the uh,
0: <laughs>
1: the music for Frozen? And he pronounced it Adele De <laughs> That was <laughs> And he fucked up Les Mis as well. Like I don't know fucking know how to say it, oh. but he was like Les
0: miserables.
1: Oh he said to be fair, he was quite close to that. Is
0: it French? I said it's French. I thought he said mm. is it French? No. I was like, of course it's
1: I think he said something. It was kinda similar to, to like Les Miserable." He fucked it up. Though, <laughs> Les like, miserables. <laughs>
0: That's amazing. The, English <laughs> <laughs> the English version. The English version will be very short. Um yeah, yeah, what was I saying? Yeah, there's like um there's there's like some lyrics which I found really beautiful where like when when the f- trees will have no fathers. What a good line. And then there's um there was one where I was like, oh no, is enslaved trying to tell us something because I don't know I've lost it. Yeah, they say why is it we never notice the distance before it is too late? I am leaving these songs behind. I'm leaving our songs to die. I was like, no. <laughs> don't don't leave, please. Enslaved, don't leave. Um, But I'm sure it's not. I'm sure that this isn't what they're doing. Because they literally say, I'm leaving my dreams to die.
1: I think there's always been that kind of like aspect of kind of like astral plane and an existentialism in a lot of their lyrics where it's about like, you know, kind of like transcending into different planes and thoughts of existence. Like they're kind of, they're cool because like they're one of the few bands who I think have successfully fused like prog in its purest sense. Yeah. Into like, um, like a more extreme form of metal music. Um, like, you know, I mean, like you take a band like Voivod as well. I think Voivod, another band that done a great job of kind of like carving out a very... Um, cool and proggy niche of the musical spectrum but like enslaved totally like like i always say they're like the black metal equivalent of opeth
0: i was literally gonna say this i was literally gonna say there's so so many moments on this particular album in particular ep in particular that really remind me of prog opeth yeah like the some of the riffs were like so sorceressy at times i really i love that about it
1: yeah i can hear yeah. that yeah for sure it's um but it's just interesting because it just shows that you know that because um, i don't even think I, I don't think they're classically trained because me and shem done an extensive episode about their about their entire back catalogue and there's a really good documentary uh, that was released by uh, some aspect of norwegian tv that i think just were like cataloguing the band's entire... Categlogging. Agalokin. aka but But uh, it was... Um, and yeah, like, it's it's funny because, like, it's it's so cool how, how these guys who've been playing music since they were, like... I mean, they've been in the band since they were, like, 13 and 14. And yet, like, you've seen them go from, like, a relatively rustic black metal band to, like, these, like, fucking really, like, fucking like, incredible musicians.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's true. I really, I find it interesting. There's, like, a bit of contrast in the EP as well. I think, I can't remember which song. Maybe it was Congelia. Um, one of the songs was really black metal-y. It was, like, quite starkly contrasting with the rest of it That's the, definitely
1: Congelia. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was... And they do a good job of that. They do a good of switching it up between, like, a more slower-paced, more, like, a kind of, like, icy epic. Mm. Like, really... You could just imagine, like, Mountain Vista's... Yeah. while the song's playing but then you got some tracks that are just kind of more reminiscent of the old school kind of like black metal assault of the earlier
0: albums totally yeah i really like that the guitar work well i think the favorite it's hard to say but i think the drumming was spectacular like yeah. it was really masterful the progressions the the way that they like um like bridge between section to section so effortlessly and there's like so very little repetition and yet it's all like fitted together it's like the kind of songwriting that I like totally worship um, as someone who who likes songwriting a lot and then the guitars like the harmonies are just so gorgeous but without being sort of um, self masturbatory I suppose yeah Yeah. it's
1: a good way of putting it I just had the word fellatio pop into my head (laughs)
0: that's funny because I'm literally reading a lyric that's like, it says the tears of the semen <laughs> it's all related yeah.
1: it's funny that you mentioned the drums because I believe this is now maybe the third album with new drummer uh, Ivor Sandoy so they've actually they've got a, a, quite a, a, an extensive uh, list of amazing drummers uh, that played for them first one being Trim who we covered a couple of weeks back as a member of a, who we didn't realise was a member of a Zyklon at the time but then uh, Kato was uh, a long serving drummer for the band as well and he was like he had a really strong sense of like like he was definitely the rhythmic backbone of the band and he was was like a real driving force between uh, behind a lot of the songs especially when you listen to Rit here and In Times um, and I feel like you know like they there was a, they lost so Kato retired to do fishing we presume um, and um, they also um, me and Shen were devastated at the loss of um, I forgot his name <laughs> my words were in Hell blank no, no, wait, no.
0: not devastated
1: Helbrand Larson Herbrand Her Her Larson for Her so the clean vocalist keyboardist so um, and they've, they've taken on uh, new guy, Hekon, who is, um, looks about 20 years younger than the Aww. rest of the band.
0: And his dad was a roadie for fucking, was it Rainbow or something? Was
1: it Emerson, Lake and Palmer? Oh,
0: something like that. Oh, yeah. no yeah. way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think. That's so cool.
1: But so. It's interesting because there's a period of time where I feel like with the new members, like, Thins maybe didn't mesh as well as previous albums. Like, the previous album, God, was probably... I loved it personally, but it wasn't as well-received as some of their earlier works. And, you know, this has always been an issue with the band because they've got such... A high-caliber uh, back catalogue. Yeah. There's always inevitably going to be a few albums that fall a bit short of some of the earlier masterpieces, but from what I've heard on this album so far, it feels like the first album where like the new members or the newer members—they've been in the band for a while now—have kind of like gelled and feel. They feel like more like a cohesive unit again.
0: Totally. Yeah, I hear that.
1: So it's kind of got me excited for the new album. No, like it, I was always going to be excited, but I feel like it's going to be potentially an album that you could rank alongside some of their best works
0: I, um, I'm i not as big an enslaved fan as you guys but I've always enjoyed their stuff a lot and like the, the I always know I'm going to enjoy something when, when I listen to it it kind of it's like a really unique feeling, like a sensation of when you listen to music where it's like you're eating with your ears. (laughs) You know what I mean? It's like you're really like feeling and hearing everything in the music throughout the whole song, whereas like if I'm just kind of meh about a band, I just tune out really quickly and I'm like, oh no, the song's finished, I need to listen to it properly again. Whereas with this, it's like the whole time I'm mindfully like feeling and on the journey with the song and like, really, like, relishing every single, like, thing, every detail that's happening. And you just know there's so much going on. (coughs) Keep finding, bless you, keep finding more and more details every time you listen. So I'm I'm enjoying that. I feel like I've embarked on a culinary journey. Of the ears. Of the ears.
1: That's a very succinct way of putting that. I like that. Perhaps. It's, um, no, I mean, to be fair, I think, you know, out of a lot of the band's... In the respective scene. I feel like they're one of the bands that has the keenest ear for melody. I agree. Like so like they've got some of the most achingly beautiful melodies I've ever heard in any song ever across mm. their entire back catalog.
0: What was it we were listened to earlier? It was one of my favourite was like um hammers, tears, uh, a thoughts like hammers. Thoughts <laughs> well, like Why did I say that like a song? Hammers Tears <laughs> It's the beginning of Good King Wenceslas. Last. Yeah, yeah. <laughs>
1: I'm I we gonna work. say hammer smash face, <laughs> hammer smash thoughts by enslaved. <laughs> by
0: enslaved. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I really love that. Like, it's not off key, but it's not in the same key. It's in like a relative key with the vocals. Like, like yes. discordant.
1: Program, yeah. Oh yeah, totally. Yeah.
0: Oh my god, I love that. And like, the, it's like mournful. It's like a, a stone giant in a cave mourning the loss of the rest of his relatives. Yeah. Well,
1: it's funny because like Shem quoted this when we done the episode last time, but there was. Um, that kid is that little punk rock people or yeah. the kid's name's elliot right yeah. and he was doing an interview of enslaved and he was kind of like saying it sounds like kind of like god's fighting with each other because you got one voice Whoa. that's the harsh vocals and the clean vocals is like still quite like powerful but it's more like laid back and kind of yeah. like i don't know kind of
0: that's sick shamanic i love but,
1: that now uh, yeah so i i am totally hyped for this album and uh, i feel like um I can't wait for them to tour again. It's been a while since I've I seen them. See
0: them? Yeah. Are they on any lineups we're going to go see? Well,
1: I'm them. hoping they get booked for Damnation. Oh, that think... would
0: be the deal breaker for uh, me. Uh, I'll, I'll definitely go if they play.
1: Are they playing? Because they were booked for ArcTangent last year, right? Yeah, but but they yeah, cancelled.
0: I, I kind Are of, they? I kind of want to go to ArcTangent this year. Have you seen the lineup? It's so good. I actually haven't. <laughs> Shall
1: we? Yeah, go on, bring up, bring
0: up. So it's the same lineup as last year, so did it happen last year? It
1: happened last year, because it's a week after Bloodstock, isn't it? So I knew people that were doing the double bill, and yeah. like, and I couldn't fucking do it. I couldn't
0: camp at a festival. I wouldn't camp if we went, but, oh, my God. I, I have this all the time. I can't type on my phone anymore. Where is our tangent? I don't actually know. Let's find out. Um,
1: yeah, because I do know they were scheduled to play last year, and... Um, Bristol. Other than Bristol. It?
0: Yeah, not too bad, actually. You could easily get an Airbnb nearby.
1: Oh, good, Bristol. Rest in peace, Temples Festival.
0: Oh, man, I actually got a ticket to that and didn't go. <laughs> That's so bad of me. So we've got High Lung, Converge, or nice. Converge, Deaf Heaven, Igor Swan's Empire State Bastard. I was going to say, of mind. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what this is. is this Junk, jazzist, ja, jag, <laughs> J- jazz, jugger, 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 fuck those, and then pigs, 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 and so I watch you from a lot la- uh, from. a lot. I so <laughs> alive. Hi, I feel so alive for the so very first so time. Oh, I, I think I can fly. <laughs> or is it? And so I watched you from afar. That was trying to say Love, Cave In, Russian Circles, Enslaved, The Ocean Elder, Brutus, Fall out. Is that, that's not that's Fall Bola. Out boy. What's that one? Fall of Troy. I thought it was Fall yeah, Out I boy. Out. I was like, well, they're a bit low on the bill. Um, <laughs> this is like a, an eye test because it's getting really small. Yeah, this is. Yeah, this is. <laughs> scalping.
1: This is a challenge. The, See, G. Is that Svalbard? Yeah. Yeah. Conjurer.
0: Holy Fawn, Weedigook, LNNN. Birds and Row, uh, sixty-eight people slicer, Pet Brick.
1: That's a good lineup, actually. It's and impressive.
0: that's that's just the top of the lineup. That's oh, not including the little bands.
1: I'd love to see i N N. I'd love to see
0: them as well. We're going to see them at Hellfest, though. I want to see them. Oh, they Hellfest? I'm going to go Hellfest. There's going to be clashes. Yeah. All right. I messed up. um Yeah, no, it's a good lineup. Is I love the Bloodstock lineup, but this is... Arctangent have just been really consistent over the past few years. Yeah, like, they have been of quite good. I kind of go. Yeah,
1: nah, it's good.
0: It's a good vibe, apparently.
1: Yeah, I, mean, I like Bristol. I want
0: to play it. <laughs> okay. Here's <laughs> up. <laughs> <Hit it soft. laughs> Low and R available for shows. <laughs> <laughs> <I think laughs> we we'll are playing Desert Fest.
1: Def happen to play in Roadburn, aren't they? I think they're playing Sunbather in full there this year. Oh no way! Yeah.
0: Well, we can hit them up and ask them to play it for us at Bristol. Oh no, <laughs> they're playing some Braver in full as well at oh, Art okay, cool. ten- uh, Tangent. Cool. Sorry, Roadburn. There's um there's a UK version of the set in town.
1: Oh, maybe, maybe I'll uh, maybe I'll go Art Tangent, to catch and slave there. They've, they've got they'll be do- they probably do a UK tour at some point. I imagine so it's not unlike them to. Um...
0: Last year they had Opeth as well. So I was like really, oh, really? wanting to go last year. No, Opera found on this one. I would have loved to see them. We saw them at Hellfest. We saw the main stage at Hellfest. Oh, we did, didn't we? Yeah. <laughs> see, because Opef- it was two weeks of Hellfest. It feels like five yeah. years ago. I don't really have like. Much. Was he wearing this hat? No. no, it was really hot. They were fucking good. Though. They were no. very they good. Were so good. Oh, it was beautiful. The sound is always amazing so, when did. They, they play. play
1: Sorcerer. No, not sorcerer. Sorceress. They did. Sorry. I
0: lost my shit.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> I don't even remember, but I know I lost my shit. I think I remember being like really excited, and then my memory kind of fades after that. Yeah, it was sounds amazing. like heatstroke. <laughs> Definitely people was heatstroke. Heat open. I'm they not did. surprised. We saw people being stretched really? away. Fuck. Yeah, yeah. We were Damn. just like, I was just like, yes, yeah, sorcerer. It's my favorite riff of all time. And then there's two people on stretches like completely it passed was, out. It was a forty degree day. Fuck! Was it was forty-six crazy. degrees. Are you serious? It was, that's right, it was forty-six. It was forty. I think it was forty-seven it was at crazy. times too. It was definitely brutal. fifty degrees and in certain was, areas. No shame. In the market, no shame. someone had like a temperature reader in the market. It was like more than fifty degrees. Damn. Yeah. Yeah. That's um Yeah. Well, that's the arc tangent lineup. Well, it's so very watch good. the space. Who
1: knows? Boy, we'll See what, what happens. What
0: are you going to do if it's forty-six degrees when we go to Hellfest?
1: <laughs> fucking die (laughs) 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 I'll get one of those um, hazmat
0: suits (laughs) (laughs) to fucking
1: protect my skin
0: No, so we, we we should take you to the um, the, misting area. the misting area. Yeah. Definitely do you know what, funny thing. Karina's
1: in the mist. I believe it or not, actually do all right in extreme heat. I went to Turkey in nineteen eighty eight. We were talking about this because we, we, we were both at the there at same the same time. time. Yeah. So and it was like it was like close to fifty, or maybe yeah. a shade over fifty.
0: It uh, was people were breaking out in boils. Yeah, it
1: was ah! yeah, it was it really was evil. wild. And and I was like ten or eleven and I handled that well.
0: Okay. I was seven at the time. Um yeah, I was okay. I feel like the older I've gotten, though, the worse I am with temperature. Yeah. So I, I don't know.
1: I mean yeah. To be fair, I mean, bloodstock was tough, and that was like thirty something. Yeah. So like adding another ten degrees onto that. I'm,
0: but... I'm probably going to wear a basket I'm just going to wear like I literally was on a day I was just in my bra, yeah. like it was just impossible to wear clothes. That's yeah. then
1: I've got to keep my skin covered because I'll just yeah. burn. So I could probably I mean I could probably get away with t-shirts as long as...
0: We should get you a hijab. <laughs> i'll just give you a full robe uh,
1: i'd be i'd be game for that
0: it would go <laughs> you know like, is it even legal in france you can't cover your face can you oh shit yeah you can't do, do not, that please do not cover your face
1: <laughs> <laughs> master of accents
0: <laughs> for people who are listening i've just i've made a very disapproving face We do not condone the Shem's behaviour on this (laughs) podcast. We tend to take the opposite stance of whatever he's doing at the time. (laughs) French people love me, it's fine.
1: (laughs) I'll take your word for it.
0: (laughs) Yeah, anyway... um, I, I really don't know how to follow on from that. Um, I think that's probably everything we can say about this EP. I don't want Because so. I don't want to blow my load before the whole album comes out.
1: No, neither did Enslave. <laughs> I nearly mean, missed a few tracks.
0: <laughs> <laughs> They're keeping us sweet. This is the, uh, the pre-game. Um, yes. Some of the recordings were done at a hotel. Oh, no way. Additional recordings done at Overlook Hotel. Cool. Good for
1: them. Well, I was this close from doing a DSBM album in the hotel in Birmingham I was staying there and that's how <laughs> fucking depressed I was. Oh, we no. I wasn't actually depressed but it was... It
0: sounded um, like hell.
1: Yeah, I mean, I, the window didn't open, the aircon was drying out my throat. It would have been the perfect time because my throat was so raspy. Oh. I could have done some sick black metal vocals.
0: Yeah. yeah. Yes. Shall we move on to Memoriam Rise to Power? This yeah, is...
1: Speaking of Birmingham... The...
0: Yeah. yeah! Hey, we found it. It's we found the bridge. <laughs> Heimdall guards the bridge. Exactly. I was going gonna... to... Is it heimdall? Wait, heimdall? It's Heimdall, isn't it? I thought it was Heimdall. Heimdall's heimdall sounds like the In 4, when I, the only, like, one of the few Marvel movies I've ever seen, they say Heimdall. I
1: thought they say Heimdall. In the
0: oh, maybe I'm wrong. I'm, <laughs> wrong. I'm probably wrong. I'm probably wrong. Heimdall. heimdall. That sounds like a hamburger type. Yeah, I can hear that. Heimdall sounds like a hinge. Heimdall. heimdall. That's quite cheese. Heimdall yeah. cheese. Yeah, now let's reduce the uh, cultural heritage of <laughs> of Scandinavia into food stuffs. Um, but yeah, memoriam of Power. We've been a podcast for so long. This is the second EP, EP, second LP release we've rec- we've covered by Memoriam.
1: In fairness to them, out? they are pretty prolific. I mean, this they is are. album number five in about as many years.
0: We've been going for two, I think.
1: Damn, brilliant. two uh, years. Three
0: well. yeah. Oh, is it free? It is. Yeah. <gasps>
1: wow, isn't it? Yeah.
0: We're old. Well how many episodes? Are we nearly a hundred? We should do something for the hundredth episode. We should just do something like vaguely spicy. That'll be nice. Yeah. 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 I've got a few ideas. Ooh. Okay. <laughs> I'm scared. Um yeah, Memoriam Rice Power. I bloody love Memoriam.
1: They're so good um, and it's still the same lineup from when they formed from what i gathered. You've got Frank Healy on bass, Scott Fairfax guitars, the legendary uh, sweetheart Carl Willits on vocals and right. Spikey T. Smith on drums. So Andy you fa- used to play drums in this. Band, right? Oh, you're right actually. Yeah, sorry. So it is, uh, I think this is Spikey's second or third outfit on drums, isn't it? Yeah. I think he was Apologies. The,
0: the new drummer when we we covered the last album. I think you're right. Yeah. 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 We were like, oh, the new drummer's great and now he's not the new drummer anymore. He's drummer yay
1: <laughs> but it's um i think this is their best album personally
0: same yeah same totally agree I look, this album was like a total step up from their previous stuff which was all, always strong and, and amazing and they were really good at hellfest as well Brilliant. um yeah, there was a moment where carl like lay down on stage and like did this <laughs> he, he was like a french they girl were, they were on fire they're really they good live probably one of the most incendiary of the whole
1: festival i think mm. on fire like a frenchman in the no pit <laughs> yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's probably all the english people that were dropping dead like flies they so, are to be honest um he waved that yeah that's a good he point he did yeah. he did we did get away from ah, sweet. Right. yeah it was very cool um i felt very honored yeah, yeah, so some
1: cool facts. So uh, Dan Seagrave did the art for this album. So he the legendary did, artist. He's
0: done the art for a trilogy of their albums, I believe. All yeah, well, all of them. Pretty much all of yeah, them. I think it's all. It's all like linked to the. Was it the rise and fall of uh, an empire or a king? I believe so. Yeah.
1: yeah. Um, and for anyone that doesn't know, he is arguably the greatest or one of the greatest um, metal artists. Around the legendary albums such as Effigy of *The Forgotten*, *By Suffocation*, uh, *Erosion of Sanity*, and *Considered Dead*. I think they're considered dead as well by Gore Guts, but just been around the scene for a long time. And I just like the fact how this band, like this is a ba- this is an album that's released in 2023. That there's so many components of everything that makes a scene great. Yeah, and you've got literally Carl Willits, the vocalist a Bolt Thrower, right? And it's just like you've got like the fucking best um fucking metal artist out there and also russ russell one of the best producers as well
0: great guy oh he's such a babe. We, we'll probably have him on the podcast at some point that'd be great we'll get him yeah and he, then um he, he and talked to me and gave me a hug of bloodstock and i looked at nina and i was like who is this <laughs> <laughs> and i was like it's russ it's russell, russ russell. <laughs> oh fuck russell. Nice to meet you. He's yeah so... he's really cool he's um awesome. and then you've also got frank from benediction as well yeah yeah
1: yeah, that's true. There's
0: so many. It's kind of
1: <laughs> yeah, like it's kind of like, But it's like a veritable who's who of like the uh, British death metal scene.
0: Totally. We just need to get Bill Steer in as well. That'd be cool. I would like to We'd see have to that. Get to do
1: a sick guest solo. Mm,
0: i I'd dig that. Yeah, I've always loved um, like the politics of Carl as well, and you you see that reflected in the album. I totally can see. I mean, every single song name is like never forget never again six million dead obviously that you 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 know what that's a reference to um unless you live under a rock or are a joe rogan fan i don't know um (laughs) probably should have said that it's not necessarily true um but yeah I, i just i love it and the lyrics in this were really good and something i noted in the last album we did i was like I vaguely remember saying, oh, there are bits that remind me of Killing Joke. And now the whole album reminds me of Killing Joke. Oh, really? Oh, really? Yeah, the vo- some of the vocal delivery is like very Jazz Coleman. And then there's just times where like the way it interacts, there's like a lot of syncopation. And there's like moments where just musically, it really reminds me of certain, certain Killing Joke songs as well.
1: Yeah, I could totally hear that. Funny enough, it actually reminded me of At the Gates a lot of moments. Oh. It had more of a melodethy vibe about it, Yeah. which makes sense because Russ Russell did do the last few At the Gates albums. Nice. And there is times where was just like it just have that kind of like Gothenburg, like. Slickness to it at times, and it's just. Um, but yeah, no, I could totally hear. I totally get what you're saying about the jazz cobin thing as well. Um, I just think there's just something about coming from a working class background. That I think just <laughs> the bellow, yeah, from from like the Midlands or up north, that just like just kind of just cuts through. Like fucking everything else, and it's just so relatable.
0: Mm, yeah, he's like a general calling out commands on a battlefield.
1: Yeah, and I think his voice sounds, this is the best I think his voice has sounded. I agree. On any of the previous Memoriam albums.
0: I think the, maybe it's to do with the production, because I think the production on this album is like really good.
1: Yeah, it's really good. Like, like Top notch.
0: Really, it's the moments where like the calls and the guitars like just sound really like delicious and i was gonna say fruity but i don't know if that just sounds <laughs> <laughs> doesn't sound quite right um what's the word it just sounds um there's a lot of color and you can hear all the notes separately but it's not like standing out too far from anything else in the mix and then the vocals as well like they're very clear and like you can hear everything that carl's doing like when he's introducing like any distortion or if he's changing his like just the the quality of his voice like really shines through in a way that i appreciate a lot when you can hear it in like um the whole mix, I guess, it like it's chaotic, but in 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 the way that they intended it to be, it, like it's well put together, is what I'm trying to say. Like
1: organized militaristic chaos.
0: Yes, exactly.
1: Yeah, no, I totally 100% agree. Um, I think the guitar work is amazing. I think yes. the lead work is just so good. Like, everything sounds so soaring and crystal clear. Uh, the opening track is great, so never forget, never again, Six Million Dead, as you I said. I loved pretty it. Pretty fucking obvious as to what that's referring to. Yeah. It sounded, like, it kind of started like, like a Rush song. Sound like something sort of moving pictures in oh a Oh, my God, it did, yeah. Yeah, it had, like, that weird kind of, like, almost like Neil Peart-isms to the drums. Like, oh, nice. it was just, and it was just, yeah, it was just kind of wild. And then it just transitioned into some sick, like, fucking tremor Yes. Riff and, yes. and there's so many moments and I was, it was like this with the previous Memorial album where there were so many moments that reminded me of other bands but like not not, not, not in, a, doing it in a plagiaristic like, way yeah 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 like the second song Total War which was like so groovy and kind of staccato that reminded me of like old Fear Factory or like oh, yeah, or certain parts that. of like Sepultura and stuff like mm. it was just had such rhythmic like bombasty is that a word bombacity
0: Bombast- Bomb-
1: bombastic 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 bombosity Bombosity. I like bombosity. I will look it up.
0: <laughs> <laughs> will
1: <laughs> Tom Tom <Bombadil-osity>, yeah.
0: <laughs> yes, I want a Tom Bombadil themed album. <laughs> That'd be sick. The, I, like I used to remember reading like the poetry of of his songs and like trying to make trying to work out what the melody that Tolkien thought they would be. Ah. Would be. I w- I wonder if there's like any footage of him singing it.
1: Yeah, possibly. It's gotta be. That's a good a good idea for an episode. Just a deep dive on them. Um... Mm-hmm. Yeah,
0: just a Tom Bombadil, Tom just Bombadil. just Tom Bombadil. No. Yeah, that would be nice. Yeah, funny. Uh, I don't know if I should say it on the podcast. I don't think I've told you, but I got offered um, to be an extra on Rings of Power. No way. And I turned it down. Really? <laughs> it was a night shoot, and it was literally would have been last night. Mm. Um, and like in in this weather, outside the whole time. Oh shit! And they were like, "Are you okay with us putting prosthetics on your teeth?" and um your whole body and you know, i was like does that mean i'm going to be an orc, orc? i don't want to be an orc <laughs> of all the things to be on rings of power it would be cool but at the same time i feel slightly insulted yeah yeah
1: sounds sounds like it could have been the start of your uh, nsbm arc <laughs> <laughs> got the show as an orc
0: It's my joker moment
1: yeah,
0: yeah. Oh no! Yeah, I, I, it would have sucked. Honestly, it would have been very cool, but also it would have sucked.
1: Nah, that's fair enough. Yeah, well, so they must be filming for that then.
0: They're oh. filming it now. Oh, okay. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. I probably won't see that for another couple of years, so I imagine
0: it's the the series two is coming out in like two years. And I thought yeah. they'd finished filming it because I was talking to someone who was on it who was telling me about some of the storylines, and I was like, "Who? Oh. <laughs> yeah." Fair enough. <laughs> anyway um back to memoriam after i've slagged off a tv show that i do actually like um i've written first thing that strikes me is how crisp the production is on the guitar you can hear every note sing in them and i've written "Ooh, spicy counter rhythmic transition with the vocals love the syncopated drums ooh, nice! <laughs> that's that's kind of like the the majority of my notes on the album Yeah, Ooh, spicy.
1: Uh, Mine are pretty much the same, but in much more simplistic terms. I was just like, that was a good riff. (laughs) (laughs) But there's a few moments I really enjoyed, like the track Always Lost. I just thought that was just savagely brutal. Just love the groove on that track. Mm. Uh, Annihilation Storm, I like it. It's good, and I like albums that um, kind of like have a good flow to it. And uh, I think, like, with this album, what was cool was you got to um, a few of the tracks. I think it was track three, I Am The Enemy, and The Conflict Is Within, which were more, like, mid-paced and a bit more melancholic and morose. And then the pace picked back up again. Like, I kind of like that. I don't really like the slower tracks to be towards the end of an album. I
0: agree. I think they should be, like, near the... Yeah. I think it's really good to... Have the slow tracks just before the crescendo and the peak. exactly yeah
1: yeah, and I feel like whether or not uh, Memorium have done this, they done that uh, consciously or not. I feel like they've paced the album tremendously. I feel like the last tracks you get, you know, you've got like it starts off really heavy and strong, then kind of like dips down a bit with like the more melodic tracks, and then picks back up again with a few rages, and then and the last track was very atmospheric and brooding as well, but like kind of had a good balance of all elements of the previous tracks. Which is what I always appreciate in the final track as well. I like when the final track combines everything you've heard in the album,
0: totally, and yeah.
1: then just like just fucking kind of throws the throws the um, kitchen sink at you.
0: You <laughs> I mean, certainly—it's a heavy as fuck album. It's beautiful, and like I, there were there were, it really feels like um, this is like the best work they've done. Yeah, I agree. It feels like it's a total culmination of everything they've been doing, and it's just beautiful. I really loved the use of repetition as well. Like vocally, there were times where Carl was like repeating like stuff like Never Forget. And I couldn't find the lyrics online. Um, but I would love to read them like when they do get published, because I thought there was just some really beautiful moments lyrically on the album where he was like really emphasizing, like working with the rhythm of the song in a way where the vocals were becoming part of like the percussion in some ways as well.
1: Yeah, that's the thing, you know, it's it's good when the band doesn't treat vocals as an afterthought. Yeah. And actually uses it as an additional element and not just something that's just added in afterwards. So it's like, oh fucking, yeah. just do some gurgles and just pitch them low. <laughs> but like, um, yeah, no, totally agreed. And like, you know, I like the repetition in vocals as well. I think it's good to hammer home like you know, if you take obviously a totally different genre, but take like a track like Killing in the name of by Regent oh, Machine. Yeah. Like it's just the fucking same words repeated over and over again, but it's just so effective. Sounds great. And it's just like you know, sometimes it's necessary to just say the same thing over and over again to really hammer home a point. And it's, always, and it's, a, it's a big thing in grindcore as well that I always really dig with a lot of bands. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, no, just fucking absolutely 100% agreed. This is definitely, in my opinion, their best album. I think it's just a Coleman. I think everything is just aligned. Like the production's amazing. All the band members seem to be firing on all cylinders. And it's like they don't feel like a legacy band. It's not just, oh, this is what some of the guys of some old bands are up to now. You know just to try and make a quick buck and yeah. well let's be honest no one's making a fucking quick buck in, in the music <laughs> industry no
0: more quick bucks but, in this economy
1: <laughs> but like it this feels still like a legitimate band like it's not just oh this is what this is what the guy from boat Thrower is doing now it's like no yeah. this is this is a fucking legit band that's doing their own fucking thing and still releasing sick music
0: totally i fully agree with that i think it's a brilliant piece of work i really really hope we can get carl on the podcast at some point that'd be amazing it'd be very very cool um, should we talk about the damnation announcement?
1: Well, y- yes, let's. Because was it last night when they announced, or in the last 48 hours? Yes. <laughs> they've announced that Akakoka will be performing Karonzen in full.
0: Yes, the, the pre damnation.
1: That's it, pre, the, pre-headline <laughs> the pre headline in there.
0: The, the pre event. So that's it,
1: a night of salvation, which will take place presumably on the Friday before mm. the main uh, day's proceedings on Saturday. But it's funny because, like, the Friday show is shaping up to be as momentous as the second day to the point where it almost feels like a two-day now.
0: Honestly, I think maybe that's what they're going to go for at some point.
1: I wouldn't be surprised because, yeah. you know, it's because last year was pretty good as well. Like, I know they had... Ithaca were there, right? Pretty sure Ithaca it played.
0: Ithaca. Pupil Slicer. Orange Goblin. Orange Goblin I think they were.
1: I can't remember. I, I can't didn't go to it, it, so I didn't remember, because I, I couldn't get the time off.
0: Because um, it was all album special sets. Um, damnation. I'm really bad at typing.
1: Because they've always had, like, that night before, but it's never been... It's always been, like, you know, like a, a typical pre-festival kind of show, which is, like, you know, just, just a real appetite wetter. But, like, this year, well, last year, I should say, like, it was, like, an actual proper legit, like... Show and I think you are right. I think they are going to be going for that this year. I mean, because I mean, Akakoka would be a band I'd expect to see on the Saturday. So the fact that they're, um, got them on the Friday,
0: it was, I was wrong. It was not, um, Orange Goblin, so it was Celeste, We, we Lost to the See,
1: sea, Ithaca, Pupil Slicer, Mastiff. See, yeah, that's like, that's the, yeah, that's, yeah, that's a good bill in the bands. They did have Akakoka play the uh, Friday before. They had them um, um,
0: go do go Mendes yeah, yeah, which was what like. Was did we? We watched the live stream. I thought I didn't remember. Yeah, well, that's amazing. Like, yeah, I wish I kind of wish I was there to see it. But oh. Corazon is one of my favorites. Are you think of voices? No, no, we did watch it, but it wasn't live. They streamed it afterwards. And we watched it with the band. The band were in the chat at the same time. That's right. Yeah. Oh shit, that's cool. Hotel, Hotel, Hotel Radio, Radio. Yeah. they're great. They're really good. Yeah, we watched. They did the voices set. Yeah. Uh, um, during COVID at the Black Heart, that was cool. Yeah, it was really cool um wow my memory's really terrible i need to start keeping a diary um that's yes
1: you're saying that Koronzin is one of your favorite albums
0: my favorite album of all time is words that go unspoken deeds that go undone followed by antichrist um and then i think it's Koronzin.
1: i mean there's so many fucking bangs on that album so it's just
0: so good that's the one with ceremony of nine angels right
1: yeah, I believe so. Yeah. Oh. No, no, actually, no? let's get the track listing the up. The let's
0: get it. Yeah, what is the track listing of Korans? It's been a while since I've actually, Prince like. Of the North. Doo- Enraptured
1: by uh, Enraptured,
0: uh, evil. No, that's that's where Oh, it's oh, sure. Yeah, it is. Oh, let's bring it up. Uh,
1: avatar.
0: How do you even say that? Is that how you say it? Baffyclopian. That's how I say it. Aiki cocky. Leviathan. Leviathan. Of course. Oh. Um, what's the, the fucking... So it's their third album. You've got Praise the Name of Satan, Prince of the North, Leviathan, Enraptured by Evil. Such oh. a good riff. Coronzen, Valley of the Crucified. Oh... I love
1: the cruise, I oh, son of the morning, becoming of the, the morning. adversary.
0: Upon yeah. Coriaceous wings, scapegoat becoming the adversary. Goddess, son of the morning, I, oh. we lose our shit when that oh. comes up. Son of the morning, like, bear witness to my, my testimony. testimony. <laughs> the sins that I have done are unforgivable. unforgivable. <laughs> 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 so I it. Like, Struck down of, Do- of Do- I don't fucking know the words. <laughs> the cracks in, in, the walls, in the walls, cracks in my, my sanity. sanity. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> cracks Amazing. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. So that song's gonna be played live. <laughs>
0: It goes like that. It goes a little bit like this. <laughs> it sounded exactly like that. It's really fucking did. <laughs> Everyone is just like, what the fuck, oh, man? Yeah, man. Oh, so the Don't you know be the
1: best part if somebody would like fucking skip the podcast forward and just get to that exact moment. Being <laughs> like, what you the should, fuck should, is going on? She
0: just supposed a clip of us singing that song. <laughs> should with we? The advertising for the, for the Amazing. <laughs> the album? I was like, no, not <laughs> the album. Oh my god. You're the best band in the whole fucking world.
1: Yeah, so yeah, and right. that's gonna be on the fucking night before the main proceedings. So I think it's gonna be a good fucking festival. It was fantastic last year. Mm-hmm. You had At the Gates playing Slaughter and the Soul and full. You had Pig Destroyer playing, um, yeah. playing. Yeah, Prowler in the Yard. Um, you had Converge, Jane Doe. Um, literally oh, watching yeah. grown grown people cry. Um, oh yeah, and Godflesh yeah. playing um, Street Cleaner had that panic moment I was trying to remember all the albums <laughs> off the top of my head
0: uh, I could see it on your
1: <laughs> but uh, who else have we got this year
0: I've got Strigoi Strig- I actually
1: don't know Strigoi is
0: that the Paradise Lost um, side project oh it is isn't it is, yeah. is it Greg yeah,
1: yeah. Uh, cool never listened to them so I'll check them out because I love Val and Fire and I love Paradise Lost so
0: I like the word Strigoi I hope it's like really like seductive goth
1: it's something to do with Dracula and vampires, isn't it?
0: I feel like yeah, it is. Yeah. It's, uh, yeah. yeah. Still you got it. <laughs> to do vampires, isn't it? <laughs> it's vampires. <laughs> I'm going to <suck> your blood. <laughs>
1: they've got Rotten Sound I am fucking hyped for Rotten Sound so they are a fucking legendary grind band from Finland Um, and uh, I think it's their first UK show since the mid to late 2000s wow so that's big I think they've got a new album coming out so they will be performing new material I'm sure Um, because I did think it was a bit of a random book before I realised that they were um, coming up with new shit because I think their last album was Abused to Suffer in 2016 so that's a good seven year gap High Command—they're kind of like a thrashy band, aren't they? I've never listened to them, but I see them on a lot of lineups.
0: I see them on a lot lineups too.
1: Yeah, Harriet—that's a name that's been buzzing around the scene for a while. I personally have never really listened to Harriet.
0: Same, not going to lie. But um, on a I lot know of lineups.
1: Yeah, there's some people absolutely spaffing their pants over them, so I might give them a shot at some point. Mm. Uh, Downfall of Gaia—that's another name mm. I see being there. Uh, bounced around the scene sometimes not overly familiar with them either
0: I'm in the same boat as you I didn't know they really were German no, are they really good band. I saw them at the Unicorn ones they're fucking awesome
1: are That's they kind of are they kind
0: of like um. Like, Melodef no they're like black they're like atmospheric black metal, I want to say huh. oh,
1: okay cool that so sounds like good. my they're sort really
0: then a band we do know are now an now Afrak yeah
1: yep yeah, and they nice. and they absolutely destroyed it at the Scala Um, a few days before Christmas. Was it a few days after Christmas? It was
0: before. It was was when we got that horrible cough that we had for the rest of December. It was like December 16th or something. Yeah. Great night, kind of worth it. Yeah.
1: Yeah, and Cy were amazing that night as well. Oh my god, so good! Uh, you got Ash and That's uh, another band who's building up a fair amount of buzz on the scene at the moment. Um, got uh, Serpent Temple alumni <laughs> Tyrannus. <laughs> yes. Uh, so Alistair from Tyrannus performs vocals in Ash Inspire, and Spire, uh, and they're making a the big name on the scene. I mean, they were reviewed by Anthony Fantano. Still need to listen to them, so I will delve into them at some point as well.
0: Great band, um, and then Ahab, a band we recently reviewed.
1: Yep. I mean, that album that review has been released yet, yeah,
0: has it? Oh. No, be, but, when this comes out we will have reviewed yeah, it though yeah, yeah. oh yeah of course yeah. sorry <laughs> you don't have to worry about the future past <laughs> the past future today yeah. tomorrow last week times but
1: I'm super excited for them because I loved the latest album and I love all their works and I've never seen them live so it'd be cool to hear their unique Blend of nautical funeral doom performed on the big stage.
0: Sad sailor, mommy, meme times I don't know why I said that. I'm very tired. Um but yeah, they're, they're very good. I really liked it in the choral tombs, I think that's what it was called. Um yeah. and then amon Ra, another band we reviewed but a while back, the and was fantastic.
1: Yeah, that is it's um really looking forward to seeing them. Uh I've heard that they put on a pretty intense live show. Really, I know Gavin from Damnation oh, like vouches the for them really thing. hard.
0: They've got like a special like screen they put up. Is that not that sure it? actually.
1: I've not seen them. I've not seen even seen any footage of it. So you wow. could be right.
0: Maybe I am. Maybe I'm not. We'll find out.
1: But it's a good start. And that's none of them are headliners. There's no headliners announced oh, there's yet.
0: Headliners.
1: No, there's no headliners being announced yet. So that's that's oh. the undercard slash mid card.
0: That's the pre headliners. Yeah.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's awesome. Actually, yeah. I mean, I thought for some reason that Amon Ra were headlining, but. I'm excited to see... Because, I mean, yeah, the the headliners last year were very big. Yeah. I think they've really grown as
1: well. Well, yeah, well, the interesting thing was Ministry pulling out was the best thing that ever happened to that festival. Because, like... You know, like, I'm nothing against ministry, but because they pulled out, that's why they convinced the other bands to do the album sets. Yeah. So it's like, and I think they should go down. I mean, if it was, I mean, I didn't know anything about booking a festival and I don't know if that was a successful move for them. Mm. I presume it was because everyone was there. Everyone there was fucking super excited to see all those bands perform those sets. But like, that's the avenue I would be going down booking. You yeah. Know, the bands in the future would be trying to convince them to do a bit more of a Roadburn style ting with the special sets.
0: I'm not an expert on pulling out, but um, <laughs> what? <laughs> what? I don't know. I wanted to make a I wanted nice. a, I wanted to make a pulling out what? joke, okay? It's good to... I was going to say something, but yeah. um, about pulling out. <laughs> Just really wanted to make a pulling out joke. <laughs> <laughs> I was talking about pulling out, and like for some reason, the way you said. <laughs> the best out. thing ministry ever did was it pulling out. out. Well, I, was I mean, if like, Val
1: pulled out of me, the first thing i do is be down to that <laughs> clinic.
0: <laughs>
1: Fuck. I
0: don't, I don't know why, but for some reason, my mind went there. Um, it out. <laughs> I
1: hope they don't book ministry for this year. Because I mean, I mean,
0: they're probably going to now. I mean, to be fair,
1: they probably they probably go down well. Loads of people have love shit ministry
0: this now. Huh? There's no way they've got to be... A the, what have, they, they, they had but to, like... the whole tour got cancelled, right? It was, yeah, but Gav found out about it on Facebook. Oh, yeah, he did. So he, he, he found out when he read Oh, it. shit. Yeah. I didn't know that. Oh, no. It's very unprofessional. It is unprofessional. Yeah. I mean, it's technically the booking agent's fault, so maybe they found out in that way as well. Mm. Maybe they felt like, I don't know. I'm not a promoter
1: but, i mean for me personally i wouldn't give too much of a shit about ministry i've, I've never
0: really i don't think i've even listened to menis- ministry. No. <laughs> ministry
1: i used to think that they did the theme song for undertaker but because he was in a stable called the ministry of darkness Oh. Uh, when i managed to download the undertaker's theme it was titled as ministry and the second oh Ministry did the Ministry of Darkness theme song, uh, but it wasn't. there So was, many um,
0: moments like that in the early 2000s, thanks to, <laughs> to LimeWire. <laughs>
1: I remember the other day, it was on the podcast when I was like, oh, have you guys ever heard of bear share?" They both looked at me and, <laughs> like I was trying to fucking...
0: I mean, that's because it's you saying it. Yeah, If said, have you heard BearShare?
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but shout out to the BearShare users. That was a real sight. That was...
0: It always had, it
1: always had good seeds all the time. <laughs> like,
0: never going to pull out on you. <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> well seeded.
0: i got Why did you get a shirt that says that? I, I got seeded I want a
1: fucking bear share shirt. It was a good logo as well. It's a really cute bear. <laughs> but it was we'll such get a good sign, we'll and get it, you it a wasn't as virus shirt. heavy as like Kazar. Um, Oh, right what's the other one?
0: Save, Demon. Save what was it Demon Torrent? I love Demon Torrent. Well,
1: I never use torrents. I only use file sharing oh, sites. Oh,
0: I like torrents. It's different. I used to it's like the torrents. Shit. The worst no, it's one different. was. I think yeah. Torrents it was like I don't fucking remember man. Torrents <laughs> was slightly different I think. There's
1: Pirate Bay which I never used but that was a big one for a while.
0: I, Pirate Bay was more virusy but Demon Torrent you kind of had to get invited into it. Uh, and they had message boards as well and you could like go search music. There's yeah, still so
1: and... a few good sites out there for metal. I'm not going to dox them though on the podcast because Uh, how shit would that be (laughs) get them (laughs) shut down because I've name dropped them on the podcast but no it's um, what was I going to say the worst one was Winamax you ever use Winamax
0: Not, no, I'm thinking of Winamp. just a media browser,
1: is it not? Well, no, well, Winamp X was kind of a bit of everything, but it had chat rooms and no one was moderating those chat rooms. Like, there was the most sus shit imaginable on there, and it was... You
0: um, go in chat rooms and people just post pictures of, like, dead bodies from, like,
1: rom.com and stuff. It was so lawless. Well, it's just like, I remember going on, I even, like, Yahoo chat rooms, I remember before, they were, like, properly monitored. Like, me and... um, the siblings would go on. As soon as we tell them our age, then suddenly you just get an inbox of like hundreds of messages from people. Mm. Real sinister shit when you think about it.
0: But, I wasn't yeah. allowed to use MSN when I was at um, secondary school, which is kind of one of the reasons I never had any friends because everyone would just communicate via MSN. So I was just like immediately exiled. And then once, um, after, when I was like 14, year eight, year nine, I managed to convince my parents to let me open an MSN account. It was like the greatest day of my teenage life. I was like, oh, my God, finally I'm going to be able to communicate with people and have friends. Um, and so these, like, my friends came around, we opened MSN, they helped me set it up, and immediately someone sent me a picture of uh, a full English breakfast on a plate but instead of sausages it was a cock it was a big old cock i seen that and then my obviously after they left my mum went through my history oh. <laughs> <laughs> my browser history and um she was like nina you're watching porn <laughs> i was like no it's not porn it wasn't it was a joke she's like what's the it was how, how, what how is this funny I was, she was like this is a joke this is yeah. porn i was like no you don't understand and i and then i was never allowed to use msn again
1: you know, that reminds me of two stories first one when um, i downloaded the album it was the band romper prop and they had the album Hellcock's cox porn flakes
0: <laughs> nice. and it
1: was just some guy jizzing into a lot of cornflakes so i was like this is you got best.
0: seeded on that one yeah
1: yeah uh, yeah <laughs> And uh, the second thing that reminded me of you mentioned in MSN was, ah, did I tell you the, the Shavo Dagian story about MSN messages. Oh,
0: was this when there was this guy called Shavo on MSN? <laughs> no, I was like a
1: big, yeah, I was a big system fan, and you could, like, search usernames. So I was like, I'm going to search names of the members of System down, And I was like, this guy, and he had, like, his name was Shavo Dagian, and then I added him, and he wasn't online for ages. And as soon as he appeared online, I was like, are you Shavo from System Down? He was like, no, and I got immediately blocked.
0: <laughs> so... That's amazing. I love. I bet it was him. Maybe it was. Maybe it was. I love that he replied to you
1: though. Yeah, used to be that scummy trick everyone used to pull, where like, well, maybe not scummy is not the right word, but annoying. Where because you could appear offline, and then like, so you'd go online for a bit, and anybody that wanted to chat to you that you didn't want to speak to would then suddenly just appear online like seconds after you would. Yeah. It was just so, And it was just so obvious that they were just waiting. And it was just like... Yeah. And then you felt like obliged to have like a conversation for a bit. It was like, oh, sorry, got to go. <laughs> so I just used to always appear offline and only chat in offline mode. mode. Yeah.
0: Stealth. Stealth mode
1: again. Those simpler times.
0: Different universe. <laughs> <laughs> really feels like it, Honestly, yeah. I feel like we've shifted into a new time frame. Yeah, and that's like in... T- 10, 20 years. So, like, when we're old, the world's going to be so different. How scary is that? We're all going to die. Anyway, so thank you so (laughs) much for listening and watching to the Serpent Temple podcast. (laughs) Thanks for making it this far. Coming on this journey with us through time and space. (laughs) Through bridges and seeds and strange terms. Um, Feel free to like and subscribe. Leave a comment. Feel free to email us with any comments or questions or statements or... Anything you like, really. Just tell us something. If you want to... Oh, so... Agony on. We are totally open to people who want advice on anything. Relationships, um, how to be in a band, what to do, like fashion advice. As you can see, we're very well-dressed people. Um, Hair care, beard care... You name it. we Hair, we, share. We, hair share, bear care.
1: <laughs> I've got hair care covered.
0: <laughs> I've got beard care covered. Um, but yeah, anything you need, guys and girls and those who are Neva, um hit us up. We are here for you. There is an email in the description of the podcast. Feel free to write in. We would love to hear what you have to say. But in the meantime, like and subscribe. Thank you. We'll
1: see you at Arctangent, baby.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Maybe.